and this is delusional as fuck welcome Welcome back. back welcome back bitches that's what i feel like saying but are we close enough with them yet yeah okay welcome back absolutely (laughs) how's it going it's going good i'm in a very good mood today i'm back on my energy drink shit maybe that's why Uh, the celsius mm. but i'm not having them daily like i used to but on the days that i feel like i would benefit from them or when i feel like i need to get a lot of stuff done they have been doing me good i'm sure they come in handy for when you need the extra boost but you already know that i can't yeah I don't know if the people know this, but I'm sensitive. Caffeine sensitive, as some people are. Yeah. Honestly, sensitive to everything at this point, but (laughs) sensitive. Category sensitive. It's fine. Yeah. You're sensitive human for sure. Yeah. It's a good thing. (laughs) You're sensey. It's okay. How are you? I'm good. It was leg day, so always a good day or a bad day. I don't know. Good day. It depends. It's a good day, but it's the most painful day. Yeah. Leg days are good days, though. It feels the most rewarding. Mm-hmm. I have to agree. And it's also, yeah, because then you can see the glute pump. Mm-hmm. Instant gratification. I love that. How about you? What's new? I have a lot of things that are new. We were talking share. before this. Please share. And I have quite a bit of updates, but we'll try to make it fast because we have a good episode in store and I feel like we're going to want to talk a lot. So let's try to get these updates out of the way. My first is I made my vision board. Yeah, you did show me. Yes, I did show Natalie already. Well, I can't even show you guys. (laughs) But I made my vision board, as I said I was going to do. And I have two notes. Well, two thoughts. The first is I don't know how people do like vision boarding parties. Well, probably because people are less like anal than I am. And I did my vision boarding night by myself and I like had wine. I was playing really cheesy like rom-coms in the back. Why did it take me literal hours? I was happy the whole time, but like I was working very slowly and being very specific and particular. And I was just thinking like if I was doing this in a group setting and there was a designated time, I think I would have been stressed out. Well, in the future, you can just host it at your house. So when everyone is done and they leave, you can like continue. I know. But then like when people finish and then I'm still going, I need to finish. (laughs) It stresses me out. But I I mean, maybe I'll try one year with someone. I I think it's a cute idea, but I also think they're kind of personal. Yeah. I really enjoyed having it be something that I did by myself. Like I I feel like I was able to be a lot more introspective because I mean, when you're in a social setting, you're with a group of girls, it just inevitably is chatty a chatty ordeal and so I think I enjoyed it I wouldn't be opposed to doing it in a group because that also sounds fun and you can also like get ideas from other people and stuff but yeah that was that was my overall review but it was really fun I really enjoyed doing it oh my second thought on the vision board is I'm so glad that I was stubborn and I waited until I had a printer because Mm -hmm. I needed to print more pictures like midway because I either thought of new things. Also, I didn't have enough pictures printed initially to like fill the whole board up. So I needed to print more. And I was like, oh, my God, if I had not had a printer yet and I had had gone to FedEx or whatever to print my images before and then it's like one in the morning 
I would be so irritated if I had to stop and like restart the next day because I had to print more pictures somewhere else. So I'm glad that I was able to get that. You want to share an update? I finally updated my phone. Oh, good. <laughs> I think I'm like six months late. Like, when did that update come? Oh, the one a with long the time ago. Heart. I was going to say the blue heart. <laughs> yeah. That was like a, lo- a while ago. Yeah. I, you know, every time I update my phone, something fucking breaks or it just stops working as well or like there's something like starts glitching and so I just decided I was not going to update them anymore but then I got my new laptop we I talk about my new laptop every fucking episode (laughs) I'm so sorry (laughs) I'm so sorry but just the free form thing I'm like oh I can get that my phone that's kind of cool yes but I don't know I I just got so used to seeing all the blue box or the square boxes yeah, you're funny. <laughs> I forgot that you hadn't updated yours and I probably sent you so many squares. You know, the squares are kind of like a mystery. Like I kind of get to guess. Like, I'm like, is this vibe? like the angel wing or is it the pink heart or the blue heart? Like who fucking knows? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I'm glad you finally updated it. I already know though that you'll probably use a lot of those new emojis because... I know you like a cute emoji, so I'm surprised that you didn't update it just for the sake of all of those cute new emojis. I know. It makes no sense. I'm literally obsessed with emojis, but I just like my usual my my usual squad of emojis, but <laughs> I was going to say it the phone is so different. I didn't know that it changed so much of like the Oh, layout. the interface? I the forgot interface. that even happened. I was so surprised. I was like, "Wait, this is like a completely different look." Oh, like the like the calling, the calling. Oh my god, and I FaceTime. I haven't FaceTimed on it. Yeah. I forgot that it all changed because it's been a while. But yeah, I remember that being kind of weird at first. Well, I'm glad you're finally up to date on everything. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Here she is. Okay. I have two more updates and then we have one update that's like a together update. Okay. My, my quick one is I'm in my crock pot cooking era. Mm, please share all the recipes we even though i don't have a crock pot but uh, i have an instant pot oh yeah that's like the same thing okay but we made chili a couple weeks ago and this past week i made chicken dumpling soup it was so good was it good yes Mm -hmm. and i ate it for leftovers the past two days for lunch and i love leftovers i really do Mm -hmm. me too because i love having a good meal that you don't have to actually put in the effort for because you already did it the best kind of food leftovers yes. i love leftovers i think food tastes better oftentimes yes. the, the next day depending on what it is yes the dumpling soup tasted so much better the next day really yeah all of the like flavors were just marinated in mm. okay one more of my updates before we talk about what we're going to talk about next we're gonna have to make this fast i'm finding su- success with bumble bff i already have two dates two friend dates yeah one this weekend well they're being set up but it's sounding promising one this weekend and one next weekend i mean amazing like that's i think we should do a whole episode about that if oh yes because now i feel like i have some good tips on what's been helping me find a little bit more success people of the pod i've been on bumble bff for the past couple of years and i had a little bit of success a couple years ago when i first got on but as like my life things happened, it was just kind of hard to maintain some of those friendships with like me being gone all last year. So one of my goals 
and my intentions for this year was to put more effort into finding and making some girlfriends out here. And here we are, January, and it's already happening. And these feel honestly very promising, even though I haven't met these girls yet. Like one of the girls that I'm hanging out with next weekend, she went to Long Beach State, our alma mater. She also is a project manager, but for a tech company, but we have like the same title. And she's also into yoga. And we're going to a yoga class next Saturday. Oh, that's perfect. Yes. I swear to God, if Bumble BFF isn't our first sponsor. I know. <laughs> Honestly, they might. Because up. the girlies, the marketing girlies used to do sponsorships and stuff with them. So. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Or whatever. What are those things called? Where you would. Brand ambassadors. Brand ambassadors. Campus branded brand ambassadors. Throwback Thursday. I forgot about that. Well, updates to come on my friend dates, but did you have any others before we wanted to talk about our social detox? I was just going to ask you how this social media detox is going. It's going good for me. Me too. Although I'm not perfect. (laughs) It's fine. As long as you're feeling better, but it's been going good for me. For me, one of the, well, actually the reason that I decided to do the detox Ours were like for different reasons, I feel. But mine wasn't because like social media was making me feel any negative feelings, but it was just very time consuming and I was very addicted. That was like the problem that I was having and the reason why I decided ultimately to do the social media detox. And when I tell you, I have so much time in the day. I've been getting so much stuff done and I've already almost read two full books. Oh my gosh. I have to agree. I have to agree. I, it feels amazing to not be so reliant on social media. Mm-hmm. Like social media used to be like my first go-to kind of situation. Like if you're bored or something, huh? Yeah. Like just pick it up and just scroll. But I've kind of stopped that and I've kind of reprogrammed my brain at this point to not do that mm-hmm. because, or even if I do it, like just by habit, I'm like, wait, I'm doing this thing. Like, you know, I hold myself accountable. So and it feels so good. Genuinely, I do feel a lot better not being on there. Although I still have to go on there because of work. And then when I find myself yeah. going on there to like post a reel or something, then I kind of can get like caught up in it. And then I find myself not feeling as good again. So I'm like, okay, I need to continue this. I think it needs to be more of a lifestyle change than just mm-hmm. a 30 day thing. So, yeah. Yeah. I will want to get back on social media. I don't know when yet. And yeah, I've just been liking the time that I've been spending on other things. I've really been in my bookworm era, like I said, and also um, something that I have been doing on my phone when I do kind of want to like be on a device for some reason, just because I do have that urge, is there's this game that my sister introduced me to last year on my phone, and we would play it a lot, like when we were just, I don't know, doing nothing at our grandparents when we were there a lot last year, but I call it like a brain break because it's kind of like a puzzle game. And I'll play that when I want to be on my phone, Mm -hmm. but it's also like working my mind in a way. So yeah, it's kind of beneficial. I love 2024. Is that the, oh yeah, I have that game too. Or is it a different number? I don't know. Hold on. Let me, it's like 20, is it 2028? 2048. Oh, (laughs) 2048. That is a, I love playing that. Like love it on the plane and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The first time I ever got to 2048 was on a plane. I never even got to it yet. No, that's a really good game. This other game, 
that I play is called Block Puzzle. I've never heard of her. I like it a lot. 10 out of 10 recommend. Um, Everyone go get Block Puzzle if you want like a mindless. Well, it's like it feels mindless, but also it's like exercising your brain as well. Hmm. But I need something like that. Yeah. I've been liking that. Love that for you. I think it's important when you're getting off social media to have something else to do on your phone that's not not as toxic I guess but you have to have something to do when you're on the toilet (laughs) yeah (laughs) honestly you caught me I mean not you specifically no that's people block puzzle has replaced tiktok for me (laughs) right like the tiktok poops like yeah the tiktok poops really try to swap it out for block puzzle (laughs) anyways we've gone too far um We've given a lot of updates, so I'll save my book updates for next week. Shay. Because I th- also I'll be done with the second book by next week. Fine. Because <laughs> we're already so far in. I finished The Midnight Library, just to leave, leave you guys on a cliffhanger. I finished The Midnight Library, and I am have like an inch of pages left in uh, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. And I'm dying. I'm going to probably finish it mm-hmm. like tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's... They're both good, huh? Yeah, we'll we'll dive into that more next week. <sighs> Fine. I want to hear so bad, but we'll I'll be patient. Well, should we get into it? Yes. Today we are going to be talking about the quarter life glow up, which I think is a phase that we're both in right now. I know I'm in it at least. We are also going to be talking just a little bit about confidence, self-confidence, and we're also going to give you advice. We have a ton of beauty tips kind of lined up, so we will be rapid firing those at the end. So you have to stay tuned. I know I referenced this in the last episode, but I do believe I got a little bit of a case of the COVID uglies. (laughs) And I say this is a joke, okay? This is totally a joke, but I do feel like pre-COVID, I was in my little hottie era, I will say. I was in college. If you would have asked me back then if you thought that I was in my hot era, I probably would have been like, no, I'm so ugly, blah, blah, blah. But looking back now, I'm like, okay, I was really cute. And after COVID or when COVID happened, I really did take the time to kind of like go inward a little bit. And some examples that I had of what I feel like I completely kind of cut out was, well, for the first time in a long time, I stopped calorie counting, which is a a big thing. thing. Yeah, I stopped working out so much because the gyms weren't open and I used to work out religiously. So I stopped that and I stopped using heat on my hair like my hair was always just like in a braid. So I feel like I changed like a lot of things and I went more inward. Mm -hmm. But externally, you know, the external is also important. What are your what are your thoughts? Yeah, honestly, I can relate a lot because that happened to me, too, around the time that I finished college. Yeah, I got out of college and I was. Even though, like you said, looking back, I'm like, I was so cute. But at the time, I was very insecure. And my grand idea that I had to combat this insecurity was to literally strip down, like strip down everything that I did, like my whole maintenance routine, my whole beauty routine to the absolute like bare minimum and try to find that confidence from within. Mm -hmm. So for me, that looked like not doing my makeup nearly as much, trying to go out of the house without makeup more frequently because I literally used to not even be able to leave the house without putting makeup on. 
trying to not do my hair as much. So like you were saying, like just doing the braid. Also for context, Natalie and I do not have naturally straight or naturally super curly and bouncy hair. Mm-hmm. Or just like somewhere in the middle. So I feel like we both prefer to style our hair. So I just needed to add that note in there to why that's like such a big <laughs> decision yeah. for us to make to not style our hair. So yeah, a lot of those things I was just trying not to focus so much on my physical appearance and really try to find that confidence from within. And I think we both got to that place, but yeah, I got to a point where I was like, okay, I need to add a little bit more like maintenance into Mm -hmm. my routine because now that I know that I can find that confidence from within, I'm like, I can add to this even more. Like let's add on. Now we can focus a little bit on the physical without me feeling like I need it, you know? Yeah, I relate to that a lot. And well, I I will also add that my hair is absolutely insane when it's not styled. Like it really is poofy. <laughs> but like, again, I was, tr- I was trying to do the same exact thing, like with the confidence from within. And that was also, I think, when I stopped wearing like fake eyelashes, like I didn't want the, the latex yes. glue on me anymore. Like I really me like too. cut, right? Yes, because we were both like fake lash girlies. Oh, I was addicted. I went through wearing strip lashes every day then I had lash extensions for a period of time back to strip lashes every day like to school and everything mm-hmm, mm-hmm. everywhere oh, yeah. to work when I worked at a fucking ice cream shop like I was getting ready yeah I can totally relate and then when COVID happened and also I moved in with Brandon at this time so I think it kind of like overlapped as well because things were different for sure like mm-hmm. my like I lived alone for about like six months before COVID hit and then I moved back with my mom and then I moved in with Brandon so there were so many changes and like I don't know I feel like I was out of control not I was I didn't have as much like control over like the things that I had control over like as far as like my eating and like my workout and whatever like I had it wasn't like that anymore um during the pandemic and during like the quarantine period especially so I went inward and you know, I think going inward in the inner work is a never ending journey. Like I am definitely still not where I want to be at all. And like, I don't know if I ever will be. I think it's just like a never ending thing. But I definitely like that's when I started to be magnetic and I started meditating. And well, I had meditated before, but I got more into it. Um, And then I did start to be magnetic for the first time, which I love and highly recommend. And I healed from a lot of stuff. And here we are now. Ugly. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. We're both not ugly, okay? I'm saying this so... Shay is gorgeous. But you're also gorgeous. Thank you. Yeah. I think we all experience feelings like that. Like, as as women. Unfortunately, it's just a thing that we experience. And going back to what you were saying about the inner work being like a continuous learning that you're going to have to keep working on throughout your whole life. I feel like that ties into one of the things that we were talking about before when we were like preparing for this episode is that our bodies change, continue to change so much as we get older. And I think especially that time period after college is a big change. I feel like in your adolescence, obviously you go through puberty and you change into a more quote unquote womanly body. Like you get boobs or whatever, get your period and other things start changing. But then I think after college, your body 
begins to look even more womanly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we all think that like whatever we are at when we're in our early 20s, like that's what it's going to be. But no, then like something starts happening around 25, I think, where your body starts changing again. Your hips start getting a little wider. You start carrying a little bit more weight. And again, this is just like generalizing. Obviously, everyone's body is different, but it can be very shocking and jarring. Mm -hmm. It is. It definitely is. My body has changed a lot lately. It's kind of been bothering me. Like my face has changed so much. Like it's so much rounder. I feel like more plump. I feel that. And it's kind of been bothering me. Full transparency. Like I'll look back on old photos and I'll compare, which is really toxic and needs to stop. But it's very weird thing to compare yourself to yourself. To your younger self. Right. Yeah. But I'm just like, oh, my jawline used to be like a little bit more defined and like my cheeks are so fluffy. And like, I don't really know if it's because I've gained weight or because this is just how your face is turning to look yeah that's funny that you say that I mean not funny that you're feeling that but I have been feeling the same exact way about the roundness in my face I told you remember when I was going to Canada well when I was coming back this is like a very vivid memory I was in the bathroom at the Canadian airport and I was looking at myself I was like my face looks so round right now like I feel like my face looks like a sphere yeah no I tell Brandon I'm like my face looks like the moon (laughs) I literally was searching in the Canadian airport bathroom how to know if you have moon face like the Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the condition it's like a hormonal triggered thing yeah and I was like do I have moon face I've been wondering that too I'm like I my face is so different it's so round it's so plump and I mean, in full transparency, I don't like it, so I don't know what to do, but we're trying, we're, we're trying things, so we'll see, but yeah, honestly, at this point, I'm like, do I need to go to a naturopath and get my hormones checked just to get confirmation? Like I need, I think I just need to know, like, is this due to some other factor or is this just how my face looks now? Because if this is just how my face looks now, I just need to work on accepting that. But Mm. if there's actually something else going on where I can potentially change it I will offer that option if I'm being fully honest Mm -hmm. no I feel that I mean there's multiple reasons why I wanted to get off birth control but that was one of them because I'm like it might be changing my face I don't know for sure but it's a full possibility so but yeah this and something that I've been thinking to go along with this is like the idea of like temporary versus permanent confidence. Cause I think mm. the confidence from within is the permanent confidence. Like that is the confidence that like will not leave you when you're good and you're solid within, but the external stuff, that is the stuff that's tough. And I will also yes. have to credit Brandon for this because when I was discussing this kind of topic with him, he kind of brought up that temporary confidence term. And I was like, that is very fucking true sometimes brandon and zach spit facts yeah there are definitely are other hows because they they help us mm-hmm. see the other side to things but i don't know i think the permanent confidence and that's that's like what i still need clearly like you know i'm out here kind of talking shit on myself a little bit but the temporary confidence is still a part of like an important part of life an important part Mm -hmm. of existing and like this especially with being a woman 
it's more of like this underlying theme in life. Yeah. Like I always joke like Shay has pretty privilege because she's always like getting free <laughs> shit when she goes out. Like there's just, you know I, what I mean? I credit it more to my aura more than how I look. I feel like it's an aura. You do have a great aura. Absolutely. Um, Nevertheless, I accept the compliment. <laughs> when Kevin. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, true confidence does come from within. And something that I've remind myself about a lot is that some of the most beautiful women on this planet feel ugly yeah and hate themselves honestly and they go through sh- struggles with their relationships mm-hmm. and in life and like I just have to always remind myself like beauty re- like external beauty and like all the temporary things that we can do to like make ourselves feel good or like not really the answer because if it was the answer then like all those beautiful fucking women like would not have been cheated on or had their heart broken or like whatever you know what I mean word to evelyn hugo <laughs> oh <laughs> evelyn poor evelyn <laughs> poor poor evelyn i don't know where you are in the book but i know right. we can't talk about it more right now but she's top of mind for me right now mm-hmm. i like that idea of like reflecting on things that you feel would bring you like permanent confidence or help you achieve that versus temporary confidence temporary confidence i feel like compliments <laughs> you feed off of temporarily and beauty standards that you've been able to achieve or that you fit at least speaking for myself when there is a certain feature of mine or something that fits the desired beauty standard at the time that is very validating for me unfortunately Mm -hmm. and also the external validation from others this I have always struggled with well I'd say since my adolescence because I I, I hate like like sharing these experiences because I feel like it might sound like, I don't know, obnoxious or narcissistic. I don't know. I'm just going to share. A lot of people always would compliment like my stomach, how toned my stomach was since I was like a teenager. And hmm. when I was on like cheer, a lot of the girls would be like, oh, my God, your stomach is just like so nice. It's like so flat. And then I got older and my stomach started growing in different ways. And I just I always had this certain idea that like my toned stomach brought more value and like more beauty to me and that if I lose that like that I'm not going to be beautiful anymore you know Mm -hmm. and I feel like like hearing the same thing over and over again from people about a certain feature it's very it could be like murky waters because it's supposed to be something nice but at the same time it became something that was like so ingrained in my head that that's where my value lied in specific features of mine that can be changed like versus complimenting somebody's eyes like someone's eyes are always going to look like their eyes but a woman's body especially is not always going to look the same it's going to look different throughout different phases of her life and I think a lot of teenage girls I would imagine grow up getting complimented on certain features of theirs and then when they start aging and their bodies start changing and that thing doesn't look how it used to look when they were like 16 it can be alarming and I don't know I feel like it's gotten to my head a lot yeah absolutely I mean I think I don't think that's obnoxious or narcissistic at all I think that's so relatable and so many girls can relate to that because it's like it can become easy to wrap up your whole self-worth in something that people seem to idolize that gets That's you the, the word I was looking for yeah, self-worth yeah that gets you whatever it is you want the attention or the boy or whatever it's like then you're like oh my god I need to keep this thing like this is my mm-hmm. like lifeline like yes and it's sad it's so horrible that 
we as women feel that way and it brings me to like a different thought too which is like I try not to compliment people that much these days on aesthetic things like oh your body looks great like I I try not to like I really do Mm -hmm. try not to give like the compliments not because I don't think that their body looks great but because you just never really know like what that person's going through Mm -hmm. with whatever it is you know I just try to be like oh you're you're so beautiful like all all over like I try not to give like very specific pointed compliments depending on like what it is it's like if it's an outfit or something of course it's fine or like oh I love how you styled your hair or whatever mm-hmm. or just like overall like oh you look so beautiful like right. I feel like those are all safe but like saying like oh my god like your legs look great even though that is such a good compliment again you just never know what someone's going through and as someone who like experienced a history of like disordered eating and over exercising and things like that hearing certain compliments like when you're getting smaller and if you're complimenting someone who is getting smaller it kind of is encouraging like I don't know as someone that's been in that position I'm like oh let me keep going let me keep doing this and you don't necessarily know like what they're doing to get themselves to look like that Mm -hmm. and it might not always be being done in a healthy way which is where it gets like you know tricky right exactly like it's murky or like god forbid like you tell someone oh my god you look so skinny what are you doing and it's like they're sick or something you know what I mean like I'm always like I don't I will worry about that a little bit but at the same time like I am also out here working on my fitness and like if someone says wow you look great like I would totally take the compliment but also I hope I don't need that compliment you know what I mean yeah so yeah it's like Your favorite word, it's convoluted. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is convoluted. That's for sure. I have a question mm-hmm. for you. What is something that surprised you about your body as you got older? I can answer first if. Yeah, you answer first. <laughs> Mine was that acne doesn't go away after you're done being a teenager. What do you mean? That was like a rude awakening for me. And I was very upset. (laughs) That is. Yeah, it's acne is a tough one. Acne is scaring the shit out of me right now. It's so upsetting. Like I thought that only teenagers got acne. Like when I was younger, I thought that. And I thought when I'm done, when I when I get older, like it's going to be gone magically. Unfortunately, no. Unfortunately, no. (laughs) Acne is. I'm very scared of acne right now come, as I'm coming off the pill. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. like spooking the fuck out of me. But, you know, I'm trying to find like very relatable influencers. One of them was Alex Earl. Mm-hmm. I watched her podcast episode about acne and it was very eye opening because she's stunning, fucking so gorgeous. But I did not know that she had like the severity, the acne that's like as she's severe like as it is. Acne, yeah. It's really cystic. She's been on Accutane like four times. But again, it's a reminder that even the most beautiful women on the planet have acne and like we are not alone. We're not the only ones. And something mm-hmm. that I struggle with really bad is comparing myself. Yeah. And well, I was going to I can't switch. I'm not going to switch the fucking topic because I didn't answer your question. Well, I already mentioned like my face getting plump. I was not expecting that. Yeah, me neither. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Also, gaining weights, don't love it, <laughs> but I think it is just such a natural part of life, especially as 
we're getting older, like I think my digestive system is completely different. Like the metabolism, metabolism, my hormones, like my feelings, my emotions, like how I get towards my period, like all of that is definitely changing. And Mm -hmm. I was not expecting it because I had never heard of even the term second puberty, which apparently is a thing. thing. (laughs) Yeah. The face change has been jarring because I always had a very round face and then in high school I was always like I'm gonna lose like the baby fat in my face like it's gonna be soon and then I did lose it and then when my face started getting rounder again I felt so betrayed like yeah all this for what Mm -hmm. it was like a teaser yeah it's like you know I'm confused about it because I actually did look at some old photos from when I was a kid and I used to be a chubby little kid and we were both chubby kids (laughs) bill's character my face was like rounder and then i was looking in the mirror and i was like wait i have the same face yeah uh, i'm that same fucking little girl you know what i mean like it's so weird to be like my face is round just like it was when i was like a little girl and like i would never talk shit on that little girl yeah another reminder and i do actually have a baby photo of myself that i keep to remind myself that every time I say something mean, I'm saying something mean literally about that cute little girl. Sometimes when I'm saying mean things to myself in my head, I picture little me talking to me and saying that's not nice. Oh my God. Oh, here's my picture. I actually too was the cutest baby. I know everybody says this, but look, you're pretty cute. So fucking cute. (laughs) I was a really cute baby. You guys need to know that I had my pageant days. I was in baby pageants and I won some. Oh, one was champion chubby. <laughs> I literally have a trophy. It says champion chubby 98. I swear to God or 97. You have or to have that on display, dude. That's iconic. Yeah. We would have slayed the pageants together, I'm sure. And switching gears. Uh, something that I'm very bad at is comparing myself. Honestly, as a girl who grew up on YouTube, I don't even remember when was last time I wasn't comparing myself to somebody, which sucks because I feel like I know not all women do this, but I feel like I just struggle and like I can't help sometimes not comparing myself. And it's it's a tough one because if you're comparing yourself, you will literally never be good enough ever, especially if you're comparing yourself to like influencers or something like on Instagram, like it's it's not productive and my goal really is to own my own unique beauty going forward yeah especially as I get older I I feel like I have very unique beauty and my favorite kind of beauty is unique if that even makes sense to anybody out there but like it makes sense in my brain like I just I think unique features are gorgeous like I love a unique face and I feel like I'm just trying to have that same energy towards myself kind of Mm -hmm. going forward so yeah I like that and I've been trying to focus on that too because my toxic trait is this is my deepest darkest secret (laughs) I've always wanted to straight up look like a model I don't Mm. know why I think it's attainable like I in my head it is attainable and that's what we're working towards every day (laughs) dude the Victoria's Secret fashion show that is like I I stopped watching it I think at one point I used to watch it it. (laughs) and then do you feel like crap after though because I do 
Uh, no, I never, I never did. And not in a, like, I'm better than you kind of way, but I just, I don't know. I, I never did. That was just not something that really affected me super greatly. Mm -hmm. But I did think like, I could look like that. Like I never doubted for some reason, like I'm crazy. They just look so good. I know. (laughs) I'm like, that's, that's attainable. That's my problem. I don't look at girls that look like that and think, oh, I can never look like that. I look, I look at them and I think, that's what I want to look like. And I will look like that, but I'm not going to look like that, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I've done that too. I get it. I get inspired, you know, when I see a beautiful person, I'm just like, that can be me. What? That can be me. That can be me. Like how is Bella Hadid real? Yeah. And I will also say like, I think a lot of people would argue, oh, people look different in person. You know who I've met in person? Zendaya. You know who looks exactly the same in person? Zendaya. Zendaya. If anyone's going to look the same in person, it will be Zendaya. Exactly the same. Yeah. Gorgeous, perfect, beautiful. And she she doesn't try. And I also feel like, I don't know. I don't That's think just she's how had she any looks. work. Yeah. That's just how she looks. That's like, her natural face. Some people are just born like that. Mm-hmm. With the Hollywood look, you know? Mm-hmm. But I also would say she has kind of unique features. Like she doesn't mm-hmm. look like everybody else, which I fucking love. Yeah. But yeah, I I like what you said about like being intentional about trying to appreciate your unique features. That's something that I really try very hard to do, but it can be hard. It's very, very hard. It's a journey. Yeah. Should we transfer over to our beauty tips? Yes. I'm ready for these. Kick us off. We wanted to talk about some beauty tips that we had, but we didn't want that to be like the whole core of the episode, you know? We have a few that we're going to rapid fire. My first one is having little washcloths that you use to dry your face. You use a different one every day. So you're never drying your face with a dirty towel. This is key. Yeah. You told me that the other day. And funny enough, I swear, I got like a pack of like microfiber cute cloths mm-hmm. for Christmas and I had no idea what to do with them they were sitting in my closet and when you told me that I started doing it yes influenced immediately honestly I th- I think it has helped so much and I literally just got there's like a pack that's like three dollars from Target I think and I literally just use washcloths I didn't get like full-on hand towels they're tiny just to dry my face and I feel like that has helped me a lot personally with my acne on my face mm-hmm I am going to try it because that makes sense because the body towel is kind of, it goes places. The body towel is a sin to me now. (laughs) It didn't used to be, but now I'm like, I do not want to put any of these towels on my face and like my body towel too. I will admit if I'm washing my hands in my bathroom, the one that I shower in, I'll dry my hands on there. Like just daily, you know, I do it all the time. So going on your body, fine, but going on the face illegal in my opinion now (laughs) you know what goes hand in hand with that is changing out the pillowcase yes once a week if you can change out your pillowcase it will make a difference when I first started doing this I was absolutely shocked at the results and here's another one this is all on the same spectrum here okay everyone talks about wearing a bonnet to help with your hair Mm -hmm. but this is something that I watched this girl's video and I had never thought of it, but she said that it helped her acne. 
because if you think about it, everyone, all of the girlies now are trying to only wash their hair like two times a week. Mm-hmm. If you're only washing your hair two times a week, think of how dirty your hair actually is. Like, especially if you go to the gym, if you go outside a lot, your hair is dirty. And every night, even if you're sleeping with a clean pillowcase, I told my friend this the other day and she was terrified. She's like, I need to get a bonnet immediately. But you're on like day four hair. You have dry shampoo that you've put in the past two days. You might have some a little bit of hairspray or something, hair oils, and also dirt because you did abs at the gym on the floor. And now you're sleeping on your clean pillowcase with the illusion that you're sleeping somewhere clean, but your hair is the dirtiest thing on you right now. And it's rubbing against your face all night. Mm-hmm. That is scary. And even if your hair is clean, if you have products, oils in mm-hmm. your hair, that can also cause breakouts on your face. Yeah. Even if they're products that are good for your hair, you're so right. Like they can just not agree with your particular skin on your oh, face. Yeah. A lot of products, a conditioner, anything that's kind of like oily. Pore clogging. Is pore clogging. And um, that's why I, when I put my conditioner in my hair, I always tie my hair up. Because when I started doing that. Yes. The back knee got a lot better my back knee is so bad i almost cry about it every week (laughs) oh no (gasps) has it helped to put your hair up or no it helps but i also have to use like so many products i like use panoxyl on my back oh something that has helped though i use panoxyl on my back and then i do the naturium body wash Mm -hmm. and then um versed has this like body acne spray it's helped a lot but i still like I'll get breakouts every so often, but it'll be like everywhere and then I'll be fine for like a month and then it'll just be all over the place. So that's fun. Anyways, we've digressed. What's another one that you have? Well, going along with the acne one, one that I am currently doing, like currently, like literally in this moment is spearmint tea. Spearmint specifically though. Have you tried it? Yeah, I have it. And I was on my shit for like a couple weeks and then I fell off. Does it work? I didn't use it long enough. Like I, I believe that you have to maybe go through like a pack or two of anything before mm-hmm. you can, you know, say what the results were for sure. Yeah. I think it depends on what it is, but usually if you're like consuming it like this, like I'm hoping it'll work, but I'm literally on day three of just drinking spearmint tea, but I love it in general because for digest- digestion, I cannot talk today, but anyways, <laughs> digestion, I think it's, it's good overall. Right. So but I'm hoping that this will be good for my face. Also, um, omega-3 fish oils. Have you tried? I was going to say nourishing foods, specifically omega-3s, fatty acids. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I focus on that, but I don't take the supplement. I like try to eat a lot of foods that have them like salmon, avocado. I have avocado like almost every day, Mm -hmm. chia seeds and smoothies and stuff like that. But whichever route you take i think just adding in those omega-3s is so beneficial along with that fatty uh fatty food situation coconut smoothies specifically the coconut smoothie from trader joe's i will literally save them for days when i feel like my skin is dry because i drink them and i swear sometimes i don't even really crave them but i'm just like my skin is so dry i'm going to drink this and i swear it helps like i don't know maybe it's a placebo thing but because it has the the coconut pulp and it has the water blended in and it it tastes really like it tastes like the oil kind of it has a really strong flavor but I feel like that helps a lot with dry skin Mm. I need to maybe try that out yeah I wrote on this list actually beauty foods and I feel like we already elaborated on that Ooh, okay 
I have two on the topic of hair. I know we already kind of talked about hair, but my first is wash your hair when it feels dirty. Just wash your hair when it feels dirty. Like fuck the routine. If you get to day two or day three and your hair feels dirty, but your goal was day four, fuck it. Wash your hair. You will feel so much more confident and better about yourself rather than walking around like a greasy little rat. Like just wash your fucking hair. Who cares about the routine that everyone else is doing? It's going to it's going to be different depending on like what where your hormones are at that time. I know like I think around my period or something or like before my hair will get greasier faster and I'm like, OK, I just need to wash my hair more frequently during this time of the month or like sometimes my hair can go longer. But just wash your hair when it feels dirty and I promise you, you will feel so much more confident that day rather than walking around like a greasy rat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my second one, this one helps extend your hair wash. So if you're also finding it, like finding that your hair is getting greasy faster, this is something that you need to try. You need to wash your hairbrush routinely. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I've done it. You once. need to wash your hairbrush because the more that you, well, not saying like wash it every day, but wash it, I don't know, maybe like every other week. Because if you think about it, all of the products that you're putting in your hair, every time you brush your hair, you're spreading it through um, the brushes picking up the product. And then you have clean hair. You're brushing it with that same brush that has all the product. And you're like, why are my roots getting oily? Well, you're spreading product that is not supposed to be even going on your roots to your roots. So wash that brush. I second that one. And this that one is like a really annoying task. But it's worth it. It's up there with like cleaning your makeup sponge and your makeup brushes. Yeah. Annoying, but worth it. I feel like people don't think about the brush, though. I rem- I was telling one of my friends that and she was like, why have I never like thought like sh- she takes the hair out, but she's like, I've never mm-hmm. thought to like clean my brush. Mm-hmm. This is what like you, you do. Soak it with soap and water. Hot. Well, I put hot water in like a big bowl to where the brush can soak. And I put baking soda and white vinegar and then I let it soak. And then I have a toothbrush that's specifically to like scrub between the bristles. And then I rinse it. And then that's the hairbrush washing routine. Hmm. Yeah, I'll usually do a little bit of dish soap and then just kind of let it sit in the soapy water and then kind of clean it off. Mm-hmm. But yeah, also, well, one of I have some stuff for hair. One of them is getting a haircut, of course. Oh, yes. If you have split ends... Even though I know you love your length and I know that you want really long hair. Not you specifically, Cher. Just the people. No. I <laughs> I, I am seconding this. Yeah. It, you have to get the split ends off. And I was talking to this, talking about this with my hairstylist when I was getting my hair cut. Because my hair was so long, but my ends were really starting to get dry. Like the like last maybe inch and a half, two inches was just dry and it had to go. Yeah, you just have to yeah. get rid of it. And then she cut it off and she gave me my haircut and I was like, oh my God, my hair looks prettier. Yeah, Even though it's shorter, it looks better. Yeah, And we were talking about that and how some people, they just want their length, but it looks crusty. It looks a little bit crusty. And when you get just a couple inches of the ends that are dead off, it transforms your hair. Yes. Also, if you're trying to grow your hair out, you need to get it trimmed consistently. Mm-hmm. I go every three to four months and I feel like it has helped with my hair growth so much. Yes. And speaking of hair growth, my hair has been growing crazy and this is not like a normal thing for me. I used to not even have to shave very often because my hair would not grow. I used to get my, my eyebrows threaded like once every six months because I didn't have to. And after... Well, one of the things that I've been doing is taking a high quality multivitamin 
Mm. One that has all the B vitamins plus biotin. If it's in there, I think it'll make your hair grow because that is what has been happening to me. The hairstylist was so shocked. She was like, you have a shit ton of baby hairs and it's not Mm. damaged because I'm always worried it's damaged hair. But she said it's definitely baby hairs and they are everywhere. So my hair is growing very fast. I was noticing some baby hairs coming in on me too that I never had before. And remember, I've been doing the hair oiling Mm -hmm. and also the bonnet and also the Brazil nuts. And Mm. also I take like a hair, skin and nail supplement too. Mm -hmm. And it genuinely annoying that I have to go through all of those lengths because some people just have beautiful, luscious, fast growing hair naturally. But I did need all of those things if that's what I wanted to get. And now I'm seeing growth too. Like I'll try to slick my hair and I'll see like little hair standing up and I've never had that. And I know it's not damaged. Like I just know. Mm -hmm. So these things do help. Unfortunately, I hate to break it to you. They help. (laughs) Yeah, they do help. I'm in my supplement era, but I'm not a doctor. So (laughs) consult your doctor. I don't know. Yes. Okay. One that I have that I, I really haven't heard too many people talk about this is if you are somebody that experiences redness in your eyes eye drops specifically lumify and also consult your own ophthalmologist but optometrist they're like the same thing right my eye doctor she confirmed that lumify like that is what she recommends if you suffer with redness that's like not due to something else like i just have red eyes redness in my like whites of my eyes frequently and so every morning when i get ready like after i brush my teeth i put in my lumify eye drops And when the whites of your eyes are like bright and white, you just like look so much more awake and healthier. And yeah, it's part of my everyday beauty routine. Mm -hmm. I feel like with celebrities, I I will notice like they have white eyes and they look really good, but I've never tried it. So I don't know. Maybe I should try that. Yeah, I I personally am a big fan and I'm just somebody that has like I get red eyes really Mm -hmm. easily. And so, yeah, that has been part of my routine for quite some time now. Mm -hmm. Ice rolling. I really like it. I I've been trying it out for a while and it gets my stamp of approval, even though I'm really bad at remembering to do it. Like I was literally going to do it today. Completely forgot. And every night I'm like, oh, I should do that. Forgets. But when you can remember to do it and go to your freezer and get the stupid thing out, it is really good. And I think it helps a lot with my redness with acne like if I'm getting a pimple it helps to deflate it right away I think it helps with closing the pores up and it's probably in my head but I feel like it does make my face at least feel a little bit tighter so I like it I need to get one I recommend I can't believe I don't have one I feel like I have like all of the things but not an ice roller Mm -hmm. okay this is this is a must especially as we continue to get older just start implementing this early hand lotion by your bed put it on every night before you go to bed points if it's aromatherapy because it just makes you feel so much more cozy you get into bed after you brush your teeth you have your bonnet on you just took a sip of water and now you sit down and you put on your aromatherapy lotion and you sniff it and it makes you feel so calm and so relaxed and it helps your hands age a little bit more gracefully. Aging's okay, but personally, I have really skinny hands. I will say, my hands are pretty right now, but they're very skinny, which is a good thing when, you know, at this age. But as I get older, 
there i don't know what my hands are gonna look like it's literally gonna be skin and bones so i'm trying thin to skin on your hands no literally just skin on my bare bones because i barely have like any fat on my fingers Whoa. right now so i need to make sure i stay moisturized because i'm gonna look like a skeleton one day and we're gonna accept it but while i can stay like my skin can stay plump i'm gonna try to add to it as much mm-hmm. as i can another tip that you probably have on your list too but using a cleansing oil key major key no and major i need to do alert. that but i don't and it that's on my list. No, of you do. That you I double cleanse. We've talked about I it. I double cleanse, but I don't oil cleanse. <gasps> I want it because I think I need to do oil cleansing, but oh, that's on my list of things to my try goodness, this year. You have to try it. Everybody has to try this. It changed my life. It made my acne so much better. The sebaceous filaments. Did it help? Who? The sebaceous filaments. <laughs> Who are they? Like the little things that clog your pores that aren't quite blackheads. They just like. Oh, I think so. I think it's some that would help with. The, yes. That's I think what it's I've heard it really helps with. So that's why I want to try it because your girl has a large, large, large pores and it's okay. It's okay. We just need to keep them nice and clean and tidy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I used to struggle a lot with getting my makeup fully off. Like I could not figure it out. I don't like to use like harsh abrasive things on my face skin. But when I started doing this, this was the key to getting it all completely off and not having breakouts. Cause I used to never want to wear makeup because I would wear makeup and I would take it off how I would. The next day, I would always wake up with at least one or two pimples. And mm. when I started doing this, it doesn't happen anymore. Cleansing oil. No, first what I do is, well, I do the cleansing oil first. I think I'm using the pharmacy one. Do you know what I mean? The green. The ph- yeah. The brand, the brand from Sephora. Yeah. Then on a cotton ball or just even with my hands, my cellular water. And then a cleanser. Mm. Major key. Yeah, I need to try the oil, but I do micellar water and then I do a double cleanse after the micellar water. And yeah, it's key for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay, I have one more only. My last one is, okay, bear with me because I'm also a girly that has lip scrub and I do love a good lip scrub. My favorite is the Frank Body one because it's very like rough. Is that the word that I'm looking for? Mm -hmm. It's very gritty, which I like, but... Something I do every day after brushing my teeth is I brush my lips with my toothbrush. I've done that before. That's like part of my routine. And I feel like it really helps, especially in the colder winter months when your lips are getting a little bit more chapped and dry. It just helps keep like all of the dead skin off, basically exfoliating your lips. Mm -hmm. I have definitely actually have done that before, but I haven't done it in a while. But that's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. Like I didn't come up with that. All of these I did not come up with. Me either. These are all, no, I didn't, I'm not original at all. <laughs> Do you have any more? Not really. I mean, honorable mention to the Dyson Airwrap. Love you, queen. Like, she's the best product of probably my life. <laughs> so congratulations to her. I Worth the money for me, but it really does depend on your hair type because some hair types, it does nothing for them. It really just depends, but mm-hmm. mine can hold a cr- can hold a curl really well so it works for me um and that's it really i think those are all the tips we have Mm -hmm. now that you guys have all of the knowledge let's all go be hot together (laughs) but we're all beautiful just the way we are (laughs) right (laughs) we're all beautiful just the way we are and honestly the inner confidence will make you feel way better than any of the external things ever will Mm -hmm. but it's a dichotomy you know yes 
And there's also nothing wrong with wanting to look good. Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with it. It is important to dress up our avatar, if you will, Mm -hmm. and have it feel in alignment with what you want to feel on the inside. But it's not everything. Yeah, maybe another time we'll talk more about like the mental glow up. But today we were focused more on the physical, the outward appearance, and that's fine. Hopefully you guys like the longer episodes because we like recording them. So let us know. DM us. If anyone wants to interact with us on Instagram, that would be nice. We'll respond. Also, where did all of these international listeners come from? Hello. Hi. We love that you guys are tuning in. Honestly, I was very surprised by that, but like pleasantly surprised. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And if you guys want to keep up with us, talk to us, like we said, on Instagram at Delusional AF Podcast. If you want to be updated in the mornings on Mondays, be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcast and Spotify so that you can get notified every time a new episode comes out. And if you guys are feeling ever so inclined, please leave us a rating or a review. We would very much appreciate it. That's all we have for this week, and we'll talk to you next time. Love ya. Bye.